that the driving beats of Skyclad? Driving like the hard rain as it lashes against the harsh stone of the henge. That lashing can mean only one thing. It's time for us to start the podcast. Our presenting sponsor is, as always, DISC, which stands for Ed. Druid International Shopping Channel. That's right, the Druid International Shopping Channel. And today's featured product is the High Priest. (laughs) A gluten-free bread maker and bong in the shape of an ancient spiritual leader. Load it up with hallucinogenic mushrooms and allow it uh, to serve you unleavened bread as you see the faces of a thousand dead druids. Get high with a high priest. The high priest is the number one way to get high and enjoy a low yeast priest feast. All at the low price of 87 Dollars mushrooms sold separately. That's the. Uh, um, I'm not quite sure why you're putting uh, mushrooms into a bong. It seems uh, seems to be a, a mixed metaphor of drug use. Anyway, somebody who will clear that up <laughs> and other matters. Uh, joining me as always is Mr. Ed Cavalier. Great to be here, Ross. Thanks so much. Straight off the bat, uh, yet mushrooms are trying to invade a number of things. Mushrooms are trying to invade bongs. There are certain people, I believe Icelandic people or Norwegian people, who are trying to tell us that mushrooms can be uh, used instead of coffee, which is disgusting. And yeah, exactly. No, what they've done there, right? What they've done, they've gone, oh, would you like some mushroom coffee? That's soup, isn't it? (laughs) It's big soup trying to infiltrate. Uh, Olaf, would you like some tomato coffee? Oh, yeah. that's, 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 that's soup, isn't it? It's fun. Told you. Oh my God! Really? What? In what? Yeah, mate. In what context? So, so, in during World War Two, they couldn't get any coffee. So, I think it was in the Nordic battles, right? Uh, oh yeah. That they started to work out this way. I think Norway or Iceland. I can't remember which. Um, they worked out this way of sort of brewing mushrooms, which they did have as a sort of coffee substitute. And now you'll see every now and again on podcasts that are vaguely fitness based. They're like the best coffee. Is mushroom coffee because you get a buzz but not too high and none of that caffeine crash. Right. So it's a shower with your clothes on officially. Well, the the, uh, the Second World War was responsible for a lot of uh, a lot of dietary uh, wrong turns. Like for example, you know how we always say that if you eat carrots, it, it makes you see in the dark. Yeah. Well, the reason for that was because in the Second World War, the um, during the Blitz in the uh, in London, the, the um, everything. Everything was blacked out. You blackout curtains. Uh, yeah. You know the air raid wardens would walk around. In fact, the sitcom Dad's Army. You know, turn that light yeah. out. Uh, put that light out. <laughs> so uh, you know, that's where we get that bit of classic comedy from. So, uh, so what they did was is they had so many carrots. Carrots were really easy to grow in back gardens. They basically printed up posters, propaganda posts that said. Carrots help you see in the dark. Wow. And then, uh, which is not, which is absolutely not true. I mean, you know, obviously rabbits, rabbits go in their dark burrows. Yeah. Uh, so people kind of bore it, but it was, yeah, it was a way of. Uh, That's it, fantastic. A way of just basically uh, shifting production. Shifting carrots. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was. Um, now, yeah. you, I appreciate you here today, mate, yes. because you've made time for us. Now, it has been released in the it's official. UK listeners may not know, but our Australian listeners certainly know mm. uh, that you are part of which fantastic international franchise? I am currently uh, in. Involved in, signed up, and currently filming the Celebrity Apprentice Australia. Exactly, mate. It's big news. Now, I just have to say, today we definitely have to discuss Shania Twain's That Don't Impress Me Much 
but that's why we're here. I know that. But let's just let's just quickly explain before we yeah. get to Shania. Let's yeah. just quickly talk about, let's talk yes. about this. Yeah. I have signed up to do uh, Celebrity Apprentice, um, and it's uh, I have never. I have never dabbled in the world of reality before mm. uh, on many levels. Mm. That could be. <laughs> <laughs> it's your first dose. Okay. First dose of reality. And you're in there with all sorts. You're in there with uh, fitness trainers and married at yes. first sight people and fashion designers and others. You know, it's, 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 your, it's your mixed bag. Yeah, we've got uh, who's who's in it. Yes, yeah, so there's uh, Martha, the one in maths. That's maths. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what is her skill set? Um, yeah, that's that's a good uh, that's a good question. That she's. Uh, <laughs> well, to, to to be honest, I'm not. Uh, she's on the other team. Oh, she's yeah right. Okay, but but what I can gather uh, from the other team is. Uh, she has quite a high, they've done tests and she has quite a high level of SAS. Oh, she's sassed out. Okay, so she's sass. Yeah, right. So sass. Not to yeah. be confused with SAS, which is a different reality program. Completely different. Yeah. But uh, I mean, already, you know how we love to create our, uh, our new ideas for entertainment on this show. Yes, please. I think we should, uh, we should do a show called SAS. Are you tough enough? <laughs> and where we basically take yep. the sassiest people in Australia, oh. sassiest people in the world, and then we we take them out to uh, an undisclosed wilderness location. Fantastic. Uh, and we have a mixture of special forces operatives and camp famous camp people. <laughs> And uh, we put them through a series of horrific challenges to see who can do it in the most sassy manner. So it's sort of, are you being served meets Ross Kemp Extreme or whatever they're called? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, is is I mean, is is are is are you being served sassy or is it more just out and out camp? It's so interesting you bring this up because. One of your uh, bandmates, uh, Whipper, uh, Whipfly from uh, the Nova Broadcasting Group here in um, yes. Australia. Who is a top man, I have to say. No, lovely guy. Top man. Lovely and, guy. And, a, and very, a very smart guy as well. He's an operator. He's an astute businessman. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would argue that, uh, you know, for, for somebody that could be written off as a breakfast radio host, there's a lot going on there. No, no, no. He's a, he's a re, he's a mover and a shaker. He's an operator. Are you going to ask Sass or Cam? No, well, what, <laughs> no, because he's because in the afternoons his drive show has changed, and the uh, fantastic Marty Sheargold left, and they brought in uh, young comedian Joel Creasy. And when they changed over, the f the first word they used on the poster to uh to trumpet Joel's arrival was that he was bringing sassy. Ah. I see what you mean. He's bringing sassy back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, Ross, yes. uh, to other matters, other matters, uh, Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. Obviously, we're going to discuss that. We have got to get sh to Shania, but we were talking about the uh, the five Ks of Sikhism as well. Uh, let's get those out of the way because until we do this, no, because until we do it, we're never going to be able to, we're never going to be able to move on because you're right. We've got too many things. Here we go. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Five Ks. One, cash, uncut hair. Uncut hair. Right. Already, I am ticking. So for those of you that weren't listening about <laughs> 10 episodes ago, 
uh, I um, I found a loophole that allows me to ride a motorcycle without a helmet. Yes. If I can be officially signed up as a Sikh. Yes. No, we just we're just trying to. Yes. You know, and I I don't want this to be in any way offensive to anyone anyone's religious ideas and that because then the next question was how do i become a sikh and through some yes. research we worked out that they don't have any official joining rituals you just have to if you can abide by the tenants and live the life then 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 it looks to me and, and please correct me if i'm wrong it looks as though you're down you're in you're, you're, you're in and it also means now that i have uh, now i've signed the pact with the devil so to speak now that i have kind of <laughs> oh, we uh, both have we both have <laughs> <laughs> I think now that I have, uh, uh, you know, because I've never gone down this route before, I've always been there. Uh, I've always had, what's what's, what's the word? principles? Um, <laughs> no, you've always had other means of income, Ross. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got oh, you yeah, at that's... a crucial time. <laughs> they sent the email at a crucial juncture. <laughs> yes. Oh, here. Uh, would you would you like to come and do a reality TV show for uh, for possibly 10 weeks? Like my answer has always been, oh, I'm very sorry because I am booked up for a year and a half. Yeah. And then this time, ooh, those sneaky TV people. Excuse me, I was just wondering if you uh, if you'd like to do this show uh, because I'm pr- probably not because you've uh, you've probably got a year and a half of uh, live stand up to do, have you? Ah, oh, if I find out. If I find out that the TV companies were anywhere near Wuhan. Oh, my God. Finally, finally, we've got a conspiracy we can hang our hats on. Yes. There's Simon Cow in a bat costume. Loitering. (laughs) In a bat costume. Oh, look at me. I'm delicious. I'm delicious. He's got, uh, he's got, what's her face? Is it Giselle Bunchen? Yeah, Giselle Bunchen. Giselle dressed as a pangolin. Like that. She's in a pangolin waving her little tail going, cool, I'd be nice and soup. Cool, look at me. She's a pangolin honey trap. And then yep. uh, she's yep. Simon's there. Simon there. He's, he's got his bat in his bat wing and he's just going, put me in some soup, put me in some soup. And everyone's going, we're not falling for that. If the Scandinavians sent you, they've tried to. And he's going, no, have some, have some bat coffee. Just have some bat coffee. And you go, oh, well, yeah, of course I'll have bat coffee. The Scandinavians told me to have it. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not having bad soup. And then you drink. So it's Cowell, Simon Cowell and, yep. Big, and, and Big Soup got together yep. with yep. the Scandinavians. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're licking away on the pangolin. You got your little, your, your barista, a, a soup barista served up your coffee, you're drinking it. And then the next thing you know, the pangolin rips off its face. It's Giselle the whole time. You are, oh, I can't believe it. I was, uh, I was, I was licking Giselle, but I had no idea. <laughs> That's the worst thing, isn't it? That's the worst thing, isn't it? Oh my God. Like, you know. And what is the Venn diagram? People who want to lick Giselle and people who want to eat pangolin, how much do those two intersect? I think 50 50. It's a, it's a yeah. double, it's just a, yeah. it's just a circle. <laughs> it's a complete circle. There's no Venn. 
There's no Ben at all. Have we ever have we ever talked about whether the uh, are the Ven the the Venga boys are they anything to do with the Venn diagram? Very much so. Very 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 much so. The Venga boys, uh, which should have to change their name to the Venga people, we should say. That's been um that's yes, been that's changed. Right, that's yeah. right. They and yeah. um uh, the Venga boys because you know when I went to Ibiza and they were going to Ibiza. Yeah. Did it did it Oh goodness me! What In a song. In the Mediterranean Sea. It did. What a song. Yeah. What a group. Um, I listened to a very interesting, uh, in preparation for this podcast, I listened to a very interesting um, podcast about another podcast about music. Yeah. Um, it's actually, a, I recommend our two favorites about sound. One is 20,000 uh, 20, Hertz, which is awesome. It's all about sound effects and that type of thing for dogs like us. Yeah. And the other one, whose name I can never remember, is Speed of Sound. And it's a, it's a 90s record producer going through and like the guy who invented the song, not invented, the guy who put together Who Let the Dogs Out. Right, the original Bahama. Um, I'll stop you there because they are from the Bahamas. It's pronounced Bahamen. Right, okay. I thought it was because they were from the Baja Peninsula. No. In uh, in So often people think the Baja Peninsula is in uh, Mexico, but I believe it is in Southern California. Oh, he's done it again. Which refers back to one of my recommendations that I gave you for yes. uh, sports documentary. Yes. Dust to glory, which takes. Really- I know that, but mate, I'm too. I'm too deep into the cage hole. I'm. Li- I'm watching all Nicolas Cage films for, oh, for yeah. another oh, one yes. of our no. projects. So and no. I, oh, caught no. me. So you this week, you uh, I believed you watch, and I know the podcasts are. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the uh, bad producer network. That's the perfect way to think yes. of it. Um, so bags not being the guy in the vest with the arrows. Oh, what, bags not uh, him. Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. No thanks. Bags not Hawkeye. <laughs> yes, Tony Martin yeah, has to yeah. be Hawkeye. Bad luck, Tony. Hundred percent. So <laughs> yeah, I believe you. Uh, you sent me a, a photograph of you watching uh, uh, the Frozen Ground. Yes, which is a what a movie. Which which is a it's good, isn't it? Oh, it's a really underrated film. Yeah, it's on Stan if people are looking for it. Yeah, I think uh, Netflix in the UK possibly. There you go. It's got your John Cusack. It's got your your Nicolas Cage. It's a great one, um, but also Primal. Oh, what a film. Yeah. Primal. Oh, and the, the screenshot I sent you is of yeah. a very clear boom in reflection <laughs> yes. of Nicolas Cage's. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's Sunglasses. Class, that's classy. Oh, sorry. Baja Peninsula is in Mexico. The Gulf of California is the body of water between the peninsula and mainland Mexico, says our producer, Jay, who is also an American. So there's me There's me going, a lot of people think it's in Mexico. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> Those people are idiots. Uh, turns out, no, Ross, you're the idiot. No, you're tired. You've been you've been apprenticing. All right, I, here we I, go. I am very tired. The yes. irony of this television show is that it's about being an apprentice and trying to work for sort of like a large, nice Lord Allen, Lord Allen Sugar. The irony of this TV show is it is actually the first time you've ever actually had a job. That's right, and and I have <laughs> and I and I have said that. I have said that from the start. Like, like in all in all the interviews, I'm guessing that all the others are just going, you know, when it comes to business, you know, because some of them have got their own businesses. When it comes to business, I'm going to be doing this. And like, I literally just start by going, I've never had a job. And uh, I've never had a job. I've never had a boss. I don't know what it's like to do a job uh, where you don't just decide what you want to do yourself and then follow that. And um, I don't know why I'm here. 
<laughs> but when the uh, when the show goes out, mm. I would heart. I know a lot of I know a lot of people might be uh, a little bit snooty about reality TV shows. Yeah, but you've got to remember that that's a two. It's a two paced economy. There's reality and then there's reality. That word needs to be split up. Like in my video store, when I worked in the world's best video store, yeah. um, Blockbuster Video and Video Easy and something other one. We were all of them. We were open that long. Right. Every every two years, I'd get a new uh, polo shirt. It was wonderful. And <laughs> one of my wonderful bosses, I worked for two blokes, um, uh, Rob and Pete, and they were both massive movie fans, Rossi. So we had yeah. everything. That's how I saw good movies. And also, yeah. they were annoyed at the... Uh, lack of detail in the categories, comedy, drama. So they would invent subcategories for people. Beautiful, beautiful. They were Netflix before Netflix. We, we, they were doing Netflix on shelves. Right, yeah. So they would do like heist films and like that, it was incredible the level of detail they would go on the shelf. Beautiful. I mean, it, put, it meant putting a movie back on the shelf took 45 minutes, <laughs> but it didn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I Sorry, I interrupted. So there's reality and there's yeah. reality. You're in the world of the reality, which is fun because it's people who can actually do something being thrown in to do something they're not used to doing. Yeah. Not just fuckwits who are trying to be on TV and this is the vehicle that they've chosen. Oh, I can marry that person. Oh, I can date that person. Oh, I can pretend to cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate your generosity. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> We're just trying to get through this pangolin pandemic, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know, Ross. I know it's a tough one, but you know what? What what's going to be fun about this show is, I feel as if there's uh, there's people who are on my wavelength who are going to watch. Basically, it'll be the same show. You know how, like, when you when you watch a reality TV show, depending on who you identify with as a you know, if it's maths, you you might be watching somebody who they're, you know, the, that one of the people might seem like somebody who likes a bit of a laugh and doesn't like any stress yeah. or drama. Yeah. And they're married to somebody who loves a bit of drama. Mm -hmm. And whoever you, whoever you happen to be uh, most aligned with, that is the show. That is the experience. Whoever you empathize with is the person that. Yes. You, you yes. So yes. everyone's getting a different experience mm. from watching the show. And, and I, I think, you know, and I'm not, I, I'm not allowed to say anything about the content and stuff, but I definitely think that people who are on my wavelength will, I, I honestly, I, I think, I think they will find this uh, very entertaining. Mm -hmm. I, th I think, they're going to get a very, very entertaining show. Good. How much of it is you doing your thing and people f who don't get what you're doing just staring blankly at you? Because that's what I want. I want blank faces on people who don't get the joke. You are going to be very much. I th I think I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> and and there's a lot of there's a lot of comedians or there's a lot of uh, performers who would go would go into a show like this and think. Oh, I better try and I better try and fit into this show. Uh, no. I might try and win, win. You know, at least these sort of. <laughs> so no, I I think it's safe. To, I'm ve I'm very excited about this. Um, are we gonna do when it's on? Are yes. we gonna have? Are we gonna watch the show and us do? You, me, Tony, oh. and various. Are we gonna do directors' commentaries of the episodes? 
100%. And now we're talking. Like 100%. See, now you are talking. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's two ways we can do this. We can either, uh, because you know how, like, um, they they release the the shows early for the media. media. So we can either do it where we release the the podcast. Wow, like, like straight. That's a yeah. That's a great idea. Like we can release them straight after each episode. Oh. I mean, the tr- the trouble is, though, we won't be allowed. We won't. We won't be able to say there's this many episodes because I might be fired in episode two. I'm not saying anything, but you know. But still, yeah. but for however many episodes you survive, that's how many we'll get to do. Yeah, and so there's two options. We can either just watch the episode and then do a podcast or we could play the play the episode and I could do a commentary that you know like yeah that and stop it there and all that stuff yeah no that's what we're doing okay that, that one yeah yeah I think, yeah, yeah, yeah so and I we'll think, just be along for that ride that's what we're doing so yeah so so yeah so when it comes out next year and I, you know I'm announcing this now like we've come up with this yeah, you know, Channel Nine might turn around and say, "Oh no!" But they could, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So they've got two choices here. <laughs> they can <laughs> go on. They can say, "Oh no, no, no!" Right? <laughs> yeah. Or they've got you, and if you are giving them the free publicity, yeah, that's you. Right. Yeah, right. Doing it and roping me in, yes. to do it with you, and possibly Tony and various other guests that we'll get. Where I come from, that's free publicity. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's the question then. Because in the UK, there's an uh, there's a show. Ah, now this is right. one of my bugbears. Go on. They don't do it here. So I did Dancing with the Stars, and yes. sadly no longer with us. Uh, strictly in in UK, and I was banging on the production about guys. Even if it's in one tiny room, have the aftermath show because what's happening is you end up with all of these, you put all these people who don't normally know each other into this melting pot and sometimes you form really fun relationships you didn't think you would have and you get vibe. So if they're going to, they've got to do it for Celebrity Apprentice because that's where you get, it's it's free, it's free content. You've done all the work, film it. They they do it on Strictly uh, in the UK. It's called It Takes Two. That's it. And they... And they have the show straight after Zoe Ball hosts it. And then they have with The Apprentice, they have The Apprentice, You're Fired, which is, <laughs> that's what it's called. They have The Apprentice, You're Fired. And it's basically everyone that's, uh, it's like, like I really like, do you watch The Talking Dead? Yeah, yeah it's a good show. You know, the after show thing. So like, Same idea. so yeah, but you know, you have, you talk about what happens on the show. Yes. And then you, whoever's been fired is then the guest. Why wouldn't you? The good thing is, though, is that because this is the Ross Noble podcast, it means that it doesn't necessarily, if we do this, it doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm sure they'll chuck a link up to it. No, no, it doesn't have to be theirs. It's ours and they can get involved if they so desire. If, if they desire, yeah. And I'm also thinking... Because I've learned about business, I think we we uh, we talk nicely to our friends at, at Disc and say, "Look, I don't know whether or not you guys are, are right fit." I'm thinking, yeah, this is huge. Why don't we get a proper sponsor? You know, because I'm learning. I'm learning about the business. This is huge. Why don't we do we do the podcast? But 
we get, because honestly, this is what it's all about. I'm learning the business. Look at this guy learning the, the business. We get ourselves a proper sponsor, right? Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like, uh, who you got? Who you got? Like a toilet roll company, maybe. That's big. That's big. You know what yeah, I mean? Straight away. Somebody that is uh, maybe some, uh, maybe it's one of the pharmaceutical companies that, you know. Love it. Like, Pfizer. Pfizer presents. Yeah, like uh, somebody that does. Uh, Mood stabilizing medication, something like that. Fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Lithium. Our friends at Lithium present. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tramadol. <laughs> you know, we just no, you know, we find a big we find a big sponsor yep. who thinks there's a man who knows business. There he is. There he is. He's a, he's a businessman or uh, or one of those Savile Row tailors, you know, that do... Uh, Cut by the finest tailors of Savile Row. I found out what that was because of With Nail and I. Oh, really? I said, yeah, 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 it's a street. How dare you? This suit was cut by the finest tailors of Savile Row, yeah. he says to Danny. Yeah, Savile Row for suits and then uh, German Street in London, uh, popular for uh, shirts, shirt makers in German Oh, I went street. there. Yeah. yeah, I went there. Couldn't be asked. Uh, Took too long. I'm saying that now. <laughs> I'm sure Jay will correct me and just go, there's never been a shirt made. You're an idiot. No, I went to a shirt yeah. bit. Yeah. It was like an arcade shirt thing. The second tenet of Sikhism yes. is Kara, a steel bracelet. Oh, and what does the steel bracelet, what does it represent? What What, what is great, it? Great, great question. And I will tell you as soon <laughs> as Wikipedia as tells up. me. Uh, the Sikhs were commanded by Gur Gobind Singh at the Vashaki Armat Sanchar in 1699 to wear an iron bracelet called a kara at all times. The kara is a constant reminder to always remember that whatever a person does with their hands has to be in keeping with the advice given by the guru. Oh, right. So Permanent bonding to the community as well. Yep. So hair, yes, never cut my hair, tick. Right. Yep. The bracelet is to remind you that your hands yes. must always do things that are in line with the teachings of the guru. Yeah. And do we know? Because, you know, I'll be honest with you, my hands have, they've done a lot of things, my hands. Well, would the guru have approved of all of them? Well, it's, you know, it's so hard to know, isn't it? I don't know where this guru is coming from. Well, he's coming from 1699. So you'd have to adapt some of his ideas for modern techniques. I recently flicked uh, a dead rat into some bushes. Yeah, no, I reckon that's cool. I, I reckon that, okay. what, what do you mean you flicked it? What are you talking about? What, what happened? Why were you flicking dead rats? Well, I had all these rats in my shed and... Uh, so I uh, poisoned them all. Yeah. But my youngest daughter, who's seven, who loves animals, um, she basically uh, was a bit upset about the fact that uh, I, she went, why are you killing these animals? Well, they're And that's, that's a hard thing to say to a seven-year-old. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, because they're pissing all over my motorbike. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Uh, you know, she said, how would you like it if somebody killed you because they didn't like where you were pissing? Jeez. And that's wisdom for a seven-year-old. That's pretty good. There's a lot of wisdom there. And then uh, anyway, so we're, finding, so we're finding huge quantities of dead rodents a lot. So we're picking them up with a shovel and then we get to the front gate, but I don't really want to open the front gate and like walk fully outside because then one of my dogs gets out, you know, so, and the dog's out. And I was like, uh, so anyway, so I use the shovel as a sort of a, you know, like a, a medieval, like a ballista, a medieval ballista. And I, I sort of woof like that. 
and then I launch the raft. What's the difference between a ballista and a cattle pole? I think a ballista is more of a, it's, I think it's like a big crossbow, to be honest. I think I might have. Uh, oh, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a ballista. Oh, like a ballistic missile. That's where they get the name. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Well done. You win. Every day is a school day on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you win. They used to hurl large bolts because they had better accuracy than a catapult. Fair play, yeah. but, well, Romans. So it's more, it's it's more of a more of a catapult yeah, to be okay. honest. But yeah. but anyway, so yeah, so I uh, so I've been doing that. I've been doing a lot before I, before I ended up up here in the uh, in the hotel quarantine, and and then now currently in the Sydney area, I was doing a lot of. I was doing a lot of uh, rodent catapult thing. Um, and, and I don't know. Is that classic? I wasn't really using my hands. I was using the shovel. Yeah. So does the guru. Oh, it doesn't mention it here on Wikipedia. That's a fair question, though. Well, let's go to the next one. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, this here we go. It's the Kanga. Please, if I didn't get the name right, please. A Kanga is a small wooden comb Ooh. that seeks use twice a day supposedly to be worn only in the hair at all times, cleaned and removed tangles from the hair and is a symbol of cleanliness. Okay, well, that's that's the first one where we're going to fall down on. Where's your comb? I don't I don't have a comb. And also, I never brush this. You don't? Yeah, it's it's quite dreaded. And um, But you know what makes me laugh? And I've also, I'm currently sporting a beard as well. I like the beard. Because that's what you want on network television. <laughs> So some of the people on the show, right, very glamorous individuals, mm. you know, very glamorous, who have uh, full extensive hair and makeup, mm. you know, and uh, and some of the ladies as well. There we and, go. Uh, come on. Come on. That's, that's why I'm on the... Medium dollars. Yeah. That's why I'm on the mainstream television. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so uh, I go into the makeup and hair I'm out the door in a minute. Yeah, because they go, they go. Should we just remove these uh, these black rings around your eyes? No, I get that a lot. And I go, no. And they go, there's a few little, <laughs> there's a few little uh, sunspots on your skin. I'll just take this and I'll go, why? <laughs> and then uh, you know, there's a dead rodent in your hair, Ross. It's been there <laughs> for some time. I'll flick it. I'll flick it. <laughs> Have you heard of the ballista? Um, so yeah, so I'm out the um, and, and there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of worry initially. They go, oh, always, they go, always. They, yeah. You can't, you can't have the, yeah. you can't have dark eyes around the inside of you, yeah. you, you know, your yeah. your eye area. And I point out to, them, I just think, right, imagine, just imagine, for the sake of argument, uh. Joey Ramon was to sign up to do this Whoa, show. Oh, right? here we go. I'm just yes. saying, or any of the Ramones, right? DD. I'm yep. just thinking, like, do you reckon, like, I know the Ramones would never, uh, but you don't know, times change, COVID. That's the thing, you, know, you don't know what a Ramon would if do. If they hadn't all died. Um, yeah. Uh, do you think, because you know most of the Ramones died of cancer, do you think, do you think there was something? Do you think there was like asbestos on the tour bus, or it was all? It's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah, they did. It yes. was all different cancers, though. You know. Yeah. That's a, welcome to Ross and. There's a doco. Ross and Head's cancer chat. This will be a spin-off. This will be a spin-off. Channel Nine, cancer chat. Brett Michaels did the the Apprentice, uh, Meatloaf. So oh, okay. uh, Cindy Lauper. So there's been a few magicians. 
<laughs> no, magician. Pen from Pen and Teller did it. Oh, imagine, yeah. imagine if they did one and it was just a magician special. <laughs> so it was like the Celebrity Apprentice, but it was just Pen Teller, David Copperfield, Lance Burton, yes, Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, but none of the tasks were magic related. You were just, you weren't, and the rule was no magic, no magic at all. <laughs> you just had all these incredibly highly skilled close up magicians. Not allowed to touch it. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if, if, say, the Ramones were to turn up and they went, uh, oh, yeah, Joe, you were just wondering, um, that hair's in your eyes. <laughs> your hair's in your eyes, and you, can you take the sunglasses off? And we'll just get rid of the uh, we'll just get rid of the dark eyes around your uh, around your face for the years of drug abuse. <laughs> you just be like, uh huh, you know. But but that also leads me to like so. Sean Ryder uh, from the Happy Mondays, mm. um, who was a man who famously he famously took. I think at one point he was doing like. 75 rocks of crack a day. Right. This is a terrible way to describe this. And I accept that is whenever I hear about musicians and they were doing X amount of drugs a day. Yeah. I always think to myself, wow, must've been selling some records to afford all them drugs. Yeah. So when you tell me he was selling 75 cracks, rocks a day, I'm like, wow, happy Mondays must've been doing all right. Yeah. Or you surround yourself with people who. No, not the yes men, not yes men dealing up the rocks. People, uh, or you just surround yourself with people who give you free drugs. That's what, you know, Robin Williams used to talk about. Because they want to hang out on the, the happy Mondays owned, they owned the Hacienda, didn't they? They owned a nightclub and, you know, they basically funded, the Manchester party scene for years and years. God, and that's a good movie. Oh, yeah, what, 24 that, hour party 24 hour party. party people with your friend Steve yeah. Coogan. What a great movie. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, so I just think, but he did, uh, he did I'm a Celebrity uh, in the UK. Oh, And God. there was a moment where a snake, he was bitten, but most people like, get bitten by a snake. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And Sean Ryder went, all right, uh. <laughs> I think I've been wet my snake. That's that's quite bad. That. And I think it's on YouTube. We can have a look. And the snake bit him. And obviously, you know, you. I mean, if you bite Sean Ryder, that's a problem, isn't it? So, like, the snake bit him, and the snake had to be attended to. He was. Um, uh, but but it's funny actually because so like you know I don't think Sean Ryder they're probably not trying to tidy him up no um but weirdly the only other show that I've done a celebrity based show uh actually did involve Sean Ryder and Bez I must have told you about this surely no what so there was a show again over charity you know and. Uh, it was a show. Have you seen Storage Wars? Yeah, where they where they all beat they bid on the storage units, and then they and then they got um, there was a scandal because they were quote loading up the units, and one of yeah. them left. What an idiot! Yeah. Anyway, so yes, hundred percent. So yeah. So the only ever celebrity show I've done, and it it was only a day's filming. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it was a day's filming. I thought, oh, that'll be all right. And I, I like the show. So so I have I have got previous. For all I'm joking about not being on the. I've got so previous. Yeah. I've, no, I've got previous, mate. I've got um, previous, mate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I did uh, I did celebrity storage hunters. Um, and it was, uh, and the reason I did it was partly because uh, I went, oh, I don't know about that. I don't think I fancy it. And they said, uh, uh, Vic and Bob, who we oh, uh, wow. yeah. talked about, Bob Mortimer had already agreed to do it. 
And uh, it's the lure, and, you know, mate. There's your lure. And, and Bob's like, you know, he's great company and just, you know, he just makes me laugh more than any other human being on the planet. Uh, and so, so they said, Bob's up for it. He's doing it. I said, who else? And they went, Sean and Bess from Happy Mondays. Whoa. And I just went, I went, you know what? I'm not even going to find out who the others are. I'm, I'm in. That is actually a very good get. Like those three alone are enough to make me watch. Well, it was a great, we spent a day. Where are you? I'm looking at the poster. Are you not in the poster? Well, is, is, is it is that Mark Watson? No, Mark Watson. Oh no, you're. Are you looking at Taskmaster? No, Celebrity Story Hunters UK on Dave. Yeah. How many times did they do it? They must have done it a few times. Yeah, they must have done. It was. Is Jenny Claire there? There's like Jenny Claire. Yeah, Jenny Claire's there. Tim Vine. Oh. Oh no, I must. Are you? Did you? Was Vine there when you did I it? Don't know. What's going on? Have you been erased? They must, no, they must have done it again. They must have. We'll try and find that because you weren't on with Tim Vine, were you? It was. Oh, there was a footballer, uh, Jimmy Bullard, the footballer. Do you, oh, I love Jimmy Bullard. Do you like Bullard. Jimmy Bullard? Of course I love Jimmy Bullard. He made his way up from like non-league to play in the Premier League and then back down yeah, again. Him. I love uh, Jimmy Bullard. Carl Froch, the boxer. Who's that? The boxer. I don't know. Carl Froch. Is that his name? All right, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to keep looking here because this is a great fun. We're gonna find this if we can find when you were on it. I mean, I could have gone to your IMDb, but anyway, yeah. Sorry. Oh, here you are. <laughs> yes. So I got to experience the sight of uh, Sean and Bez, and Bez as well was amazing. He was talking about how he's now a beekeeper. And on the roof in Manchester. Um, he, um, Sean and Bez bidded for, they could see that there was some sort of vehicle and uh, put this into Google images uh, and they bid on it. And it was a second world war Willis Jeep (laughs) with a, with a gun mounted on the back. And we got to watch. We got to watch the Happy Mondays drive around a storage unit in Milton Keynes in a Jeep. And and yeah, I'm not sure if either of them have a driving license. Oh, I wouldn't have thought or so. Certainly a gun <laughs> license. So yeah, so already like uh, I mean, there's some pretty weird I've had a couple of weird moments on the apprentice so far where I've stopped myself and gone. I did not think that my entire life I would end up in this. I can't say what it is, but I'll go in this situation with this person <laughs> witnessing this or doing this with this person. So, yeah. And on that note, what a, that's it. That's us. Oh, that's we time. run out of time. We've got to go oh, my Lord. It's, jobs. It's, happened again. Yeah. it's happened again. It's happened. Like, I'm sorry to, I got deeply apologize. I know you, I know you Shania fans, you tune in every week Jesus. and we say we're going to get round to it. And I literally, has that, ah. been, has that been the time? I thought we'd only been talking about yeah. five minutes. We've gone, oh, we've, gone right, we've gone around the houses and then yeah. we've, we've run out of time for Shania. I promise. What are we three into the season? Yeah, we were three. <laughs> three. So, okay. We still got that to go. So next week we promise. We, promise, we absolutely promise. We will. It's just time. You think time passes a lot, like slower than it does, don't you? Jeez, that's a poignant thing to leave us on. <laughs> it literally flies. And it literally and flies. Anyways, I can't. I can't hang around. I've got to. Uh, uh, I've. I've got to go and work at a banana market with one of the Wiggles. <laughs> But what about the show? What are you doing for the show? Oh, no, Come on. No, 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 I'm not filming till later. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just doing some banana work. Uh, there you go. Ross Noble, right. until next time. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>